Hey folks, welcome back to the Strike Oppose Photo Booth podcast. This is Jim, the tech manager, coming to you from the secret location under the train station. Want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. That is coming up in just a couple of days. And also want to remind everyone that you can always reach out to us uh, at our email address for this podcast, which is podcast at sappb.com. You can let us know what you're thinking, uh, comments on our episodes, uh, suggestions, anything like that. Also, if you're listening to the podcast through a site like iTunes or Google Play, uh, anything that gives uh, opportunity for review, we would love it if you would put some reviews up. Uh, that kind of helps us get up there in the rankings, uh, which you know we wouldn't mind doing. Now, this week, we are going to be talking about uh, themes. I've mentioned these before in previous episodes, and essentially... A theme is exactly what it sounds like. It's just, it's something to do with the occasion for the event, uh, birthday, holiday, wedding, that kind of thing. Now, when people think of themes, typically they're thinking of the templates. So we have a screen template and we have a print template and people will design those into a specific theme. So we have wedding themes where the booth screen uh, has a certain look, has a matching template. And again, it can be for a wedding uh, we have some Halloween templates in dark room, uh, some Fourth of July, you know, some Christmas basic starter things, and that's great. It's a good place to start. But one thing that I have brought up in the past is you need to take it beyond just the templates because again, you're not just out there trying to rent a photo booth. You're trying to rent an experience to somebody, something that they can take with them, something that they'll remember, uh, something that will uh, have them ultimately uh, recommend you. To somebody else, uh, the you know, experience that they had with you. So performance is one thing, but the experience is also included in that. Now, when it comes to themes, obviously, like I said, Thanksgiving and Christmas are coming up. So we're going to have some templates that probably look like that with all these holiday parties coming up. But you can take that a little bit further. You can go beyond the template and come up with a theme that will work for Thanksgiving, work for Christmas, work for birthday parties, Older birthday parties uh, for adults, teens, uh, young children. You can come up with a theme that would suit uh, just any kind of imagination, sci-fi, Western, horror, things like that. So what we're going to talk about is how to establish a theme, how to put it together, things that you can do to put that together. And that's going to be things like uh, not just your templates, but maybe some backdrops for the canopy and for the open booth. Uh, which, you know, some people have jumped into. But there's also some things that you can do, like decorate the canopy. A lot of people haven't thought about that. You can, let's use, for example, a kid's birthday party. So you get booked for a kid's birthday party. You can get some wall decorations that you would normally stick to the wall for a party, be it Disney theme, Pirates, Star Wars, uh, My Pretty Pony, um, Num Noms, you know, whatever the thing is, Shopkins, if you know what I'm talking about, then you definitely have kids. You know, all these things are out there and you can get these things on the cheap. You can get them at like Party City, any kind of place like that. Even like Walmart and Target have the main concept themes. You can get some of these and uh, using some like 3M uh, poster adhesives, you can stick these to the outside of the booth. Dress up the uh, booth. You can dress up the canopy depending on where it's positioned you know, you might have all four sides you could decorate. You could get some things, uh, some like curtains 
fabrics that you can hang on the outside of the booth uh, using Velcro tape and dress up the booth. And that's basically what we're getting at. You really don't want to limit yourself to what comes out of the booth in terms of the templates and what hangs behind the people in the photos in terms of the backdrops. So there are so many different things you can do. We're going to hit each one piece by piece. So we're, right now we're talking about uh, decorating the exterior of the canopy and the booth. Like I said, if you want to do uh, kids themed, uh, and it doesn't have to be a Disney theme. It doesn't have to match the theme of the birthday party because a lot of kids parties are just general parties. But you're, you're basically decorating to give the booth and the canopy and everything that you're doing an aesthetic that is appealing to your younger folks. Now, these eight and nine and 10 year olds are not going to be calling you up to book a reservation, but their parents might because they're going to see these kinds of little uh, details that you throw in. And that is really striking to a lot of people. So, you know, don't underestimate the ability to wow somebody with simple pictures of Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse hanging on the outside of your canopy. While these things are not going to show up in the photograph because they're on the outside of the, the canopy, you can bring that into the photograph by swapping out the red velvet curtains for some material that is Disney oriented, uh, you know, sci-fi, whatever it is that you're doing. So right now we're, we're talking Disney, uh, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy, all that. In our episode of copyright, we talked about using images. Now, this is where you have a little leeway. If you're using a backdrop that you purchased that has these prints on it, you are in the clear. You're not doing a green screen. You're not adding any kind of digital uh, image that could be licensed to somebody else. You bought a product that has these images on them, and it's perfectly uh, clear across the board. So you can do backdrops as long as you purchase them. Uh, either in like sheets or curtains, or if you uh, buy an actual backdrop that has these prints, then you're buying them from somebody who clearly has licensed, hopefully if it's for sale in Target, that it's been licensed. Um, they're pretty good about that. But it takes all the responsibility off of you. So that's something to really consider when uh, starting to put these themes together. You have a lot more latitude with the decoration aspect than with going out, finding graphics, and creating your own templates and things like that. A uh, bit less to worry about. And as far as in the picture, uh, you have your props. So you can certainly buy any kind of Disney prop, and it can be used in the photographs by the kids. Uh, so you're, you're decorating the outside of the booth. You're bringing an experience, a theme. Everything is Disney-themed. Now, you can certainly talk with the customer and see if they have a particular theme that they're going for in a party or something. And you could match that. And always, I, I would look at something like this. If you don't have any Disney stuff and you get your first uh, nine-year-old birthday and they really want a Disney thing, the money you spend to put this Disney theme together to really wow this customer, is that's just stuff you're going to use again at another party eventually anyway. So anytime you buy uh, props, uh, decorations, things like that, they're long-term investments. And when it comes to the props, if they're you know, inexpensive and not very sturdy. Like we talked about this before, that's just a recurring cost to keep things refreshed. They think things get broken. So you just kind of move forward with it. And on the subject of kids themes, it doesn't hurt to pay attention. What's big right now. So what Disney movie is out, what kids movie is out, uh, for the older 10 and above crowd, uh, maybe some under, but usually 10 to 13, uh, these kinds of parties 
They're all into the superheroes, either, excuse me, Marvel or DC. And, you know, it's either Batman or it's the X-Men or it's the Avengers or it's Wonder Woman. Go ahead and try and theme it up for what's hot now, because that will still have some value down the road. Um, you know, someone's going to be a fan, a comics fan. And if you offer that out to them and they'll say, hey, yeah, I would like that for my kid's party. We didn't really have a theme going, but that would be kind of cool if everything was dressed up and, uh, you know, had an X-Men look to it. So, you know, pay attention to what's going on currently and don't just work on the holidays to base your themes. See what's going on. See if you can build a theme around that that you can use down the road multiple times. Now, of course, themes don't always have to be kid oriented. I mean, that's another thing that you want to pay attention to is there are instances where you might want a more adult theme. And you can certainly take that for exactly how it sounds. You can go very adult, very bachelorette party, very bachelor party oriented themes. Wouldn't hurt to have those in a box somewhere. It might make a difference to somebody uh, if they're going to hire a photo booth for that. I have talked to several people who have done booth events for a bachelorette party or for a bachelor party, and it does get pretty raw. But short of that, you can also look at things like a sci-fi theme, not from so much like a kid's Star Wars standpoint, but you could certainly do, uh, you know, generic, or you could do Star Wars, actually. You know, you get some Star Wars decorations or some just general sci-fi stuff. But you can get the decorations to put on the outside of the booth, fabric to hang on the outside of the booth. You can um, get the curtains or a backdrop if you're doing open booth. And your props, you can put together a Western theme and, you know, it can be very vague. It can be very specific. Uh, you can, you know, get into it. We talked about being an entertainer. If you're going to do a Western theme, get a cowboy hat for yourself. Just kind of be there part of it. You don't have to go whole hog if you don't want to, but stepping into that theme as an operator a little bit, just kind of adds to the whole experience. And those are just a couple of ideas. I mean, the reality of it is you got to kind of look around you and see what people are interested in. Um, there might be areas where a Gone with the Wind theme is really big, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the South. It can be anywhere in the country. There are areas where they're just, they really like that kind of look and feel, and you can do some things to kind of match that up. The kind of fabric that you hang on the outside, even if it's like still shots from uh, Gone with the Wind, uh, some quotes, you know, some props that reflect various aspects of the dress and things like that. You know, we've talked about props and it can be anything from little signs that you yourself make. We had talked about that before. Or it could easily be something that you buy. Uh, going back to the Western piece, buy a couple at the dollar store, buy a couple of those little six shooter things. Um, they're mostly child size, but grownups love playing with those little click six shooters. So, you know, that's something you can do. And same thing with like a Gone with the Wind theme. You could uh, get some mock cigars. You could get some top hats, you know, inexpensive things like that. So really, there's just a lot of stuff that you can do. When you're thinking of putting together a theme, uh, whatever the subject is, and really it is just limited to your imagination. I've given just a couple of ideas, but you have the ability to really just kind of bring things to life. And the more that you do this, the more you can list as this is what we offer, or you can save it till you talk to the people who are interested in the booth. 
You know, so what have you got? Hey, this is what I've got. What kind of party are you having? Do you have a theme? Well, I can either match that or if they don't have a theme, well, I can do like a Western kind of thing or this kind of thing if you're interested. And these are things that you can either do as a general offering or it's something that you can charge extra for. I mean, that's really up to you. But really kind of getting into it for yourself with the imagination, like I've said many times before, you've got to get into this to really, you know, reap the benefits from it and have fun doing it. And from a marketing standpoint, you really can't beat this kind of thing because it's not just the customer that you're serving. It's all the people that are there. They're going to see this. This is the best kind of advertisement is eyes on. People are going to put their eyes on what you're doing. They're going to compare it if they have a need for, for your service, they're probably going to compare you to somebody else. And it's one of those things. If it were so simple an idea, everybody would be doing it. And not a lot of people are doing it. That's the thing. So, you know, be one of those people who is doing it and show them, hey, I'm giving you an experience. I'm here to entertain you. And just little visual cues like that help with the entertainment value. So definitely worth your time to look into definitely worth the investment uh, to spend a few dollars here and there to put these theme kits together. And from a marketing standpoint, like I said, you just can't beat it. You just can't beat it. Now, there are some things that we can do inside the booth that won't show up in a picture. So the the booth wall that's uh, the customer's facing, that the side that the booth is on, the camera is on. You can put things up here. You can put, you know, uh, quotes, signs, just all kinds of stuff. So they're looking at the screen. They're looking at the uh, booth template. I mean, that's some sort of a theme going there too. But you can make that whole area around it entertaining as well. And it can be as flashy, as gaudy as anything that you want because it's not going to show up in the photos. It's just for them to see. So again, you're giving them uh, an experience coming from all sides, inside and outside. If you are in the habit of handing out business cards while you're at an event, which I certainly hope that you are, because again, that's free. It's the cost of the cards. You're already getting paid to be at the event. You might as well have something to hand out. So I certainly hope you're doing that. Um, Beef up your cards. Have several different kinds of cards. Have cards that match a particular theme or a couple different themes. So if you have a Western theme that you're going to push out, and you're doing an event with that Western theme, have some Western looking business cards. Again, keep it all tied together. These all seem like very little things, like the minutia of, you know, who's going to notice. Believe me, people notice. They really do. And if you find yourself wondering about it, think of the last time you were at a wedding and the wedding photographer was, you know, traipsing around, taking their pictures uh, during the ceremony, during the reception. What were they wearing? Now, as a wedding photographer myself, I had a tuxedo and I had a specialized uh, tuxedos, like a tuxedo vest and jacket made for photographers where I could put all my equipment in and it didn't look garish and gaudy. But sometimes a photographer will only show up in a, a shirt and tie, uh, someone with a jacket. Some may just show up with a shirt because they it's too restrictive for them to move around. Well, to each their own, but I got more queries about my services, really based on what I was wearing at the wedding I was photo- uh, photographing. Uh, Cause the people there saw, Oh my, you know, look at this guy. He's decked out. That's kind of cool. Really, really, you know, is into this and it paid off because I got more clients. So 
Same kind of thing with doing the themes. Adding a theme to your uh, toolbox of being an entertainer, having some sort of spiel or shtick or you know performance that you do. Like I said, even if it's just a persona that you take on, that's you know uh, like a crier on on uh, some sort of uh, boardwalk. You know whatever it is, have fun and bring the fun visually to the customer and the guests. So you have being an entertainer, you have adding a theme to that. And, you know, certainly you have your product and the uh, prints and everything, which are great quality. People are going to walk away wondering when they can get you. And that's really how it's going to go. So don't dismiss themes. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's an exhaustive list of things. It's just some examples. But again, it's something that so many people overlook. And it's just a shame. It's just a shame because it's not only a marketing opportunity. It's not only a differentiation of business practice opportunity. It's also you're missing the opportunity to just have more fun doing it and sticking up some decorations. Yep, you might need 10 more minutes of setup time. But is it worth that 10 minutes of setup time if you're going to get two or three more bookings um, a week later because of people who were there and really admired what you were doing? And again, don't limit yourself to, you know, the stock, Western, sci-fi, uh, horror, um, holidays, kids, birthday party themes, Disney, you know, whatever. You don't, you don't have to limit to that. You can also look at things like, uh, here's one that I've, I've thought of often that a lot of booth owners should probably look at is some sort of a disco theme. Okay. Not great people, you know, it's disco, but let's be honest, you know, those glitter balls, those decorations, those lights all that stuff going really just, you know, tantalizes people. And if you're going to do something like that, if, if I were putting together a disco theme, I would look at going out and spending 120 bucks on a cheap karaoke machine and adding that to the package. Now with that, certainly you're going to want to make sure that things like that are not going to interfere with the event. So that's something you talk with your customer about and, you know, get everything set up and clear it. You know, Hey, I got this, uh, light thing that I could do, they'll either tell you, yeah, that's great, or, well, no, because, you know, it's this kind of a setup, and I don't think that would work real well. Okay, fine, you know, but that's next time, it might be a go. So, again, it's not just things they can hold in their hands, it's not what you can hang, it's just things you can do to add to it. Now, the one thing I would caution is, so I mentioned the karaoke thing, and again, that might be used less often than anything else, uh, but, you know, it's still an option. But try to avoid uh, designing your themes around some sort of music. Now, if you're a DJ, clearly you're being hired to play music and you've got the photo booth with you. And like I've said before, don't forget about the photo booth. Make that as much a live part of what you're doing and invest as much energy in that as you do uh, spinning out the tunes, keep people moving and happy and everything like that. Um Short of being a DJ, though, I would not invest too much time and expense in some sort of a music setup to play like themed music, Disney music, and so on, simply because it is more equipment, and it's going to be more pieces of equipment, and it's going to be something separate from the system. Uh, the booth playing sounds is difficult for people to hear because the PC is inside the booth and the speakers are inside the PC. You could get external speakers, sure. 
Um, but you're going to want to do more than what the booth offers in terms of playing a soundtrack for this, uh, for the uh, welcome screen, for the session, and for the end instructions and the track mode and things like that. You're going to want to have something playing, you know, repeatedly, uh, a loop of music. And I don't know that that's what you want to get into in terms of one more thing to manage. But more importantly, it's probably going to be way more intrusive than any of this other stuff. So if you are thinking about it, certainly explore it. But I would be very cautious about doing that because you don't want to interfere with the environment around you. That's not really what your business is about. So it's something, again, you can look at. But, you know, my advice is to not really go that route. Stick with the entertainment aspect, um, you know, and to go with the theme. Maybe hire somebody to come with you and participate in the theme. So it'll be the Western, Star Wars, Disney, uh, more adult themes, generic themes, uh, disco theme, anything like that. Uh, have a friend come along and if they're willing, um, dress up accordingly in that theme and just kind of give them a role to play. Even though you're going to still be running the booth and dealing with the guests and everything, let them kind of party it up too. If you don't feel comfortable doing it, then bring someone who can entertain. And you know, really step it up. So themes are a huge, huge marketing tool that people have a tangible experience with. It's not something they read. It's not a couple pictures on a page. It's not even some reviews. It's something that they experience. And the broader the experience, the greater the memory and the more likely that they're going to be looking for you when they have an event that requires a photo booth. Okay, that's going to do it for this week. I'm going to wish everyone happy Thanksgiving. I hope that if you're traveling, that you have safe travels. I hope you get to spend time with the people that you uh, want to spend this holiday with. If you're working, uh, I hope that you are getting some great events. I hope that you have a great time and I hope the people there have a great time as well. So happy Thanksgiving period. Again, reach out to us, uh, podcast at sappb.com. Let us know what's going on. And until I talk to you again next week, I'm going to wish you all happy boothing. <laughs> <laughs>